Hello, and welcome to No Such Thing as a Bad Movie podcast. I'm April Itmansky, and I'm here today with... Justin DeClue! And Colin Cunningham. This is, this is like, what, week 85 of, of quarantine? quarantine? Yes. Well, at least technically Canada is doing a little bit better, it seems, before it gets really bad again, I feel. Right. Yeah, um, a little bit of housekeeping up front again. Our listener request episode is pushed once again to um, next week, which was actually coming out in two weeks, um, because we needed to wait for the DVD to arrive once more. But it has arrived. So <laughs> we apologize to the person that requested it. Um, it just didn't arrive before we got a chance to record this week's episode. It arrived at 8.30 this morning. That's true. As we were sleeping. 8.30? Was yeah. it like, there's a package here for you. We've had it for 90 years. <laughs> yeah, We've been like taking the doorbell. bets if somebody would take it. The doorbell rang, and I was like, oh, I just woke up and then uh just like went to the front door in my shorts and they'd kind of like toss it in the bush which is not <laughs> they toss it in the bush well it's kind of maybe like it's like a cursed the object they're like get it out of here <laughs> it could be i think they were trying to keep it out of sight but they kind of toss it in the bush which is not very close to the door so i had to like walk out outside all <laughs> groggy colin sleeps in the nude so oh it was God. like a yeti walking outside <laughs> <laughs> yeah Oh my God! This movie. So this was uh, this was your choice, Justin. Oh yeah, Mortal Kombat Annihilation. Which Please I don't think I've seen in like ten years. The last time I watched it was with a friend, which is funny because when I was a kid, like I was all into Mortal Kombat as a kid <laughs> who actually did not have uh, any of the games and <laughs> only really oh. saw the first movie. But man, I love that theme song from the first movie. Well, we all <laughs> love that theme song is like the best thing. But didn't. I played the games as a kid, although I didn't own them. And so I played the the first one and the second one on Super yeah. Nintendo and uh, the arcade sometimes. Yeah, I kind of got into them in college. Uh, I, I kind of missed the whole console generation, like the Nintendo and the Sega Genesis. <laughs> how, how did you miss the whole console generation? Well, I was in the first console generation, you know, the mm. Atari 2600, ColecoVision and television. Yeah, like a cans with like a string between them. <laughs> Pong, did you Look play at me, Pong? Pac-Man. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, I actually did play Pong. Oh, okay. Anything that had like fake wood paneling on it, that was my oh, console. Oh, yeah, that's how you know it's good. <laughs> <laughs> and... Um, so when I went to college, I, I was living with four guys, I think, uh, four roommates. Mm. And so they had a Sega Genesis, and they were really into Mortal Kombat. So I started playing it there. And then we'd go out to the arcade. There was an arcade around the corner, and we'd, we'd play it. So we kind of got into it, but I was <laughs> I never you were going to say, like, I was going to beat up the kids and steal their uh, arcade <laughs> no, <no>. money. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, and I was, I was never good at fighting games. Mm. I'm just like a button masher. Cause I can't, oh, me too. Who can remember all those combos? They're so complicated. Yeah, I was a bit of a masher, but I really enjoyed Mortal Kombat. Um, but when I tried other fighting games later, like Soul Calibur, I just found yeah. it frustrating because I was like hurting my hands, just mashing things. And yeah. Although I love um, Super Smash Brothers, which is much more simple button combos. It's not like 15 buttons. It's oh just like God, it's just B insane. over, B up, B down. I yeah. can handle that. But, well, I uh, think the yeah. issue with Mortal Kombat for me when I was a kid is that if you knew somebody who was really good at it, it was yeah. just them beating you up. And that's not fun <laughs> to play. It isn't the fun. The thing about Super Smash Brothers is it's like a big level. You often play with like three, four, five people. So it's much yeah. more varied in the way that it plays out. I got to yeah. try that out. It's not just one-on-one. -on -one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's the best thing. Thing was like all my roommates were really really good so they knew all the combos and i hated playing with them 
So anytime I did play with them and I would just button mash and I would just find one move that worked and I just repeat it over and over and over again. The uppercut usually? Yeah, usually. And then <laughs> or scorpions, I, come here! I can yeah. do that one. <laughs> so I'd just repeat the same move over and over again and if I beat them, they would get so angry. Oh, they'd get so mad. Wouldn't they be so like, mad. you're not playing correctly! Yeah, I remember one guy threw, it wasn't when I was playing, but one guy ended up uh, tossing the Sega Genesis into the wall. Well, <laughs> the the whole thing, thing, yeah. really loved Mortal Kombat is because it had cool characters and it was oh, yeah. Yeah. So violent, this like really low res blood flying over all over the mm-hmm. place when you punch somebody. I think that was cut out of the uh, Nintendo, right? It was mm-hmm. in. I think you could toggle it on and off because I played Nintendo versions of it and it was there. But um, I've also played other versions where it wasn't. It's confusing because I would either rent it or I would play it at other people's houses. So I can't remember yeah. what console was on when. I think it know? was a huge bomb, though, on the Nintendo because everybody was buying the Sega Genesis because it had blood. And Nintendo wouldn't allow violence or something. Well, I think uh, the game was really big when Mortal Kombat 2 came out, wasn't right. it? Because that's the one that yeah. I remember the most. Yeah. Like, with, Did the first one have fatalities and stuff like uh, that? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it did. How but, uh, I, I could never do fatalities, no matter no, no. how hard I tried. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I could. I think I had to, like, because there's no, like, really internet back then. Yeah. I think you had to, like, consult the manual on what the button combos were. No, you were. get the gamer magazines. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. No, I'm going to put you. my game genie in there, and then I'll just hit <laughs> one button, and it'll do it. It's like 25 button, and yeah. then you get that one shot to do it on the fatality, and you fuck it up, and you're like, ah! Son of a bitch. But yeah, speaking of Mortal Kombat 2, Mortal Kombat Annihilation, the <laughs> sequel, um, has a lot of the characters from the second one. The first one had a few from the second, but it was mostly the core characters were from the first game. And right. then they brought in all the, the ones from the second one into, uh, into like everyone's Annihilation. favorite character, Noob Saibot. <laughs> so wait, just... were you guys a fan of the first movie? Yeah, I, we've talked about it before, but mm. I actually think it's a successful like good bad movie to the point where I don't even really think it's bad yes it's cheesy it has some bad special effects but overall (laughs) that might be like one of my it's it's the bad movie that I would go to bat for. It's I longed for the special effects of the first one, watching Mortal Kombat Annihilation. Yeah, Goro, I longed for... like the big Tom Tom Woodruff Jr. creation. Oh, he was great, he uh, was so, so good. good. Instead, we have Shiva, who is like the most <laughs> poorly rendered like CG creature that you can actually see the cloth is like clipping on her arms. Yeah, there there's a few so of that. So many effects in this one. I'm I'm gonna say this sort of gets tossed around a lot, but I will say definitively that this is bar none, no competition, the worst CGI I've ever seen in a theatrical film. Well, there's so much of it, too. It's just mm-hmm. endless CGI. All of, it, all of it is terrible. And just there terrible. are some practical effects, but I think the issue is... Um, they had a script that was all in these exotic locations and mm-hmm. doing all these crazy things. Wait, and every all these scene... exotic locations? Don't you mean like a rock quarry somewhere? Yeah. <laughs> rock quarry, a ruin. A set. Um, Another set. But Another like, styrofoam they set. They couldn't just... Everything, every scene literally had to have an effect in it. And they did what, they did their best with the practical stuff, which looked okay, but all of the CGI generally... It looks just horrendous. Yeah, this was that kind of no man's land and kind of like, this was 97, so it was like the 90s and everybody was hopping on the CGI train, but it it wasn't good for everything, <laughs> but it didn't stop producers and directors from trying to use it for everything. What I love about this movie, though, is that it starts right where the last one ended. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right <laughs> and off And that the never bat. happens. 
No, and we we get right into it. The New Line logo. It's like Mortal Kombat. Yes, pumped up with that. And then it starts. You have all your favorite actors, Robin Shu and wait a minute, who are these other people? They got Katana back. It's Alyssa Soto. That's it. So the, Johnny Cage is not the same Johnny Cage. Oh, no. no, he's just okay. some nobody. Uh, his name is Chris Conrad. Oh, okay. Yeah, apparently the original guy read the script and was like, nope. So, so they, they kill, they kill Johnny Cage off in the first five minutes of this movie. I remember being a kid and hearing that and being like, no way. That Johnny Cage <laughs> is the coolest. How could they do that? Yeah, it's a really, it's a big way to... Uh, really piss off your audience if they were a Johnny Cage fan, which I was. Oh, I, I like Johnny wasn't? Cage. Listen, we'll make it up for you. We have like 30 reptiles and scorpions that are going to be running around oh, here. We got centaurs. We have dragons. Yeah. Oh, God. Shivas. <laughs> Just nameless monsters. We got Ray Parks running around. Oh, no. They have names. I looked it up online to find out what their names are. <laughs> What's that big, horrible CGI creature? Oh, that I don't know what that is. That's they, just they shitty feed, McCGI. Yeah, he was in the first one, too, but now he's big. What, really? No, the first one had a reptile. Oh, yeah. The first yeah. one was reptile. He would turn into statues. And that was a reptile. That was a character. Yeah, that was, um, a was a fighter, but he didn't doesn't return in this. I think he is because in the uh, credits, Ray Park is credited as reptile. Oh, they're, they're oh. so I they think look he, so similar though. I it's know. impossible to tell them apart. Who is the red guy? I couldn't find his name. Oh, that is <laughs> there a, was a red guy with like a sub zero mask. There was yeah, a red, there, there was. was a red ninja, and that is uh, Ermac. There was a purple one too that, that one. gets like thrown in a pit, like in an Austin Powers movie. <laughs> like flames shoot up. I I vaguely remember a purple guy, but I don't know. Oh, is Emac, is that the guy that like, a lot of these characters are seemingly like glitches in the games and that like (laughs) players jumped on it and were like, oh yeah, I love this guy. And it's just because like the wrong color of the suit kind of popped up when it was finally like exported. (laughs) Yeah, it does seem like that. Because yeah, I couldn't tell anybody apart and it's just so confusing. And I was trying to remember, I didn't take notes when I was watching it. So I was trying to piece everything together today like just mm. so i could have a guide of what happens like sequentially and i everything just washed over me last night and i could not remember anything that it happened. goes by fast <laughs> well, i mean it what? opens and we're introduced to shao Kahn, the big evil villain who at the end of the first one appears giant and you're oh, like, he's oh. in the sky. Yeah, how's this going to happen? Nah, he's just a normal brian thompson uh that appears yeah, in this and he looks wearing different. a halloween mask it looks like the the costumes <laughs> You know, it looks like, you know, when they do the game, basically they're filming actors in kind of cheap looking costumes. Mm. They kind of scale them down to video game size and it doesn't really matter because they look pixelated. But it looks like they just used the costumes that they, that they, shot, yeah, that they shot the video game with. Yeah. And what didn't difference do anything. does it make? Yeah, it looks like they're, you know, extras on stage in like a guar concert it's or something. It's kind of like true. That. Like, no need to make it cooler for the movie, guys. <laughs> just make it look exactly like it did in the game. You know what? I'm usually a fan of that, that I'm like, if you're just going to bring it you know, to the movies from the game. Don't try to, like, X-Men it up or anything like that and have them all wear, like, boring black suits. Just do the original stuff. I just ask for a little of, I don't know... Um, comprehensibility when I watch these movies. Yeah. Because this film is like, I have no idea what's going on. <laughs> I don't know 
<laughs> and there's so much lore. Yeah, they and add plot and a bunch of mystical twists, stuff. and he's related to this person. And there's it's like, like element, oh my elemental God. gods. Yeah, I was so out of my league watching this. I don't know any of the characters. Uh, oh, me neither. And they're never even named. Like I'd be like leaning forward, being like, "All right, say their name so I can look it up." And <laughs> I think they like, do nope. like once. Yeah, I, I, I'm gonna get right into what I liked about this movie, which is I like the characters just because I did. Well, back we were saying about the outfits, like they look exactly like they do in the game. So I was like, hey, that's that person. That's that person. It was like Ready Player One. kind of. Who's your favorite, April? Like when uh, they showed up, you were like, yes, you jump to your feet, clap. I, I, I audibly, you know, made a sound Gasped. when, um, when Kitan, Katana uh, whipped out the fans. Because uh, I don't think she oh, does yeah. that in the first movie. And that's her thing. Uh, she has metal fans. And it's really cool. Oh, man. Before they turn into fans, they look like the cheapest yeah. plastic. Things she's like beating people. Yeah, I was like, what are those weird like misshapen metal sticks, inanimate carbon rods? My favorite was I don't know his name, but uh, Centaur Man. Oh, Centaur Man is so good. I don't remember a Centaur Man in the car. Uh, the I, I game. Don't. Um, Do you think they're like we? Need, you know what? Audience uh, testing is proof. People love Scorpion. They love uh, horses. What if we put them together? <laughs> yeah, and he, he was had like goat horns. Oh, he's yeah. so funny. Yeah, and then he's got goat horns, and then a cod piece. So is his dick? <laughs> he's got two on dicks. his front. Is that Jacks? Jax keeps like punching it as well. He knows where yeah. the goods are. He punches him right in the bag, and it's like this flabby bag thing <laughs> where that's <laughs> where his children are. It's where the human part of him would be his dick would be but i don't know it's very strange but anyway so let's, get to the, starts, let's get to the though, plot. Yeah, let's get into it where shao Kahn shows up and he's like uh i don't know some prophecy or something like that i'm gonna come and kill you and raiden played by my favorite christopher lamb wait no no no, no. james remar in this movie <laughs> oh man i was missing lambert so much in this movie uh, is like, yes, we are the elder gods and we must blah, blah, blah. Who cares about any of that stuff? None of it matters. Uh, I wish I could enjoy it like a Jack Kirby New Gods kind of stuff, but there's like so little commitment behind any of the creative team. This was uh, directed by John R. Leonetti, who was a cinematographer on the first one. He's mostly known as a cinematographer and a real terrible director. He keeps directing movies and they're so bad and he gets them because he works on a cinematographer on a project and then it gets the producers like we like this guy he seems to know what he's doing let's give him annabelle for example oh, okay After yeah he, yeah because he shot the insidious movies he's done five movies with james wan as dop mm-hmm. and, and they look great and he directed uh, Buff- uh butterfly effect 2 so i'm assuming <laughs> he was dop that. on the first one yeah i'm uh, a big probably. fan of the first one though that's funny and uh, wish upon if you've never seen wish upon oh my god wish upon it's is, so funny it's very funny like at what point as a director <laughs> do people go like oh man this guy is not good or maybe you can just deliver things on time and on budget he was the cinematographer of this movie i mean it looks cheap it looks like it was shot mostly in a studio yeah. but at the same time there's like some weird big sets that they're running around on they've obviously got some money i mean it's like a 30 million dollar budget which is i think I, almost wow <laughs> almost twice what the original was i mean the original mm. was probably like 16 17 um and God, somehow so the cgi bad. looks so much worse and it, like the first one was a big hit and we should say right now this one was a pretty solid hit it opened number one at the box office I think globally it made 53 million dollars so it wasn't like a massive smash like the first one but it wasn't yeah. embarrassing either I think it everybody went to see one. it in the opening weekend and that's about it 
Mm. <laughs> so when you start the movie off. the way that all the Mortal Kombat fans want it to start, the heroes break up and jump in a bunch of hamster balls. Yeah, this thing. Oh my! First of all, the sky replacement in the opening scene where Shao oh, Kahn appears. So bad. Uh, so it's that famous place in Thailand. I forget the uh, the sort of. Oh God, there's like these like kind of temple buildings. Temple, oh, speaking yeah. of Thailand, Tony yeah. Jaa is a stunt double in this movie. Yeah, for Robin Chu. Hey. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't know that. That's cool. Uh, but the sky replacement in this scene is so terrible, and it's, oh, it's so every bad. Every single shot, and you can tell they shot it outside in bright daylight, and mm-hmm. then they had to turn the sky dark and stormy. But so all the characters, all the people, all the environments are lit like it's bright, sunny daylight. Meanwhile, the sky is really dark, and it just doesn't work at all. It's so terrible. And so they fight uh, a bunch of characters in that scene. We'll get to them as we uh, go along because they keep <laughs> popping up. They will not stop coming. And it's not even like, oh, that's a lot of characters at the beginning because more just keep showing up. I kind of missed what they said. They go in the underground tunnels and they say, what is it called? The outer world or out, the out, odd world? Outworld. 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 Yeah. Uh, so that's where Odyssey. Shao Kahn comes from. Yeah, uh, they're morphing together with all the landmarks of Earth, I guess. <laughs> Only the landmarks. Yeah. yeah, so he's opened a portal between the Earth realm, it's called, and Outworld. And yes. Yeah, eventually they'll merge together, so they're going to have to stop him. And then they, they kind of split up, I guess. I, it's so unclear. The geography of this movie is crazy. Because yeah. it's like you're like, wait, are they just close to each other? Or are they all in this big desert? Because they just like happen said, to meet up at one point. Yeah. They... They like jump in these hamster balls. April, is this a video game thing? Why is this here? I don't recall any hamster balls uh, from because, the video like, game. It's only in this scene, and it never comes up again. Yeah, it's very strange, but it, it, it's all done practically, which is really impressive. Uh, not all done practically. There's, a few There's some shots. close-ups of Robin Shu with the most low-res rendering of a background <laughs> I have ever seen in a theatrical released film. Yeah, those are. Uh, I could swear, and I would. I would like bet money on it but i could swear that some of the shots in this film uh switch to like video res i think so like maybe they finish it on video I, like, no it's just certain shots and i'm hmm. uh, they'll have like an element or something in the background that's really pixelated and chunky and then i could swear there were shots of something exploding where i could see uh like interlacing like did they, you guys notice that like in the opening fight there's the same shot of Shao Kahn being hit to the ground. I oh, actually went back and I was like, did they repeat the same shot twice? <laughs> Saving <It's>... money. <laughs> oh, I'm not boy. surprised. We only had to print one take. We're editing digitally, probably on big <laughs> laser discs or something like yeah, that. And they reused some footage from the first movie, of course. There's flashbacks. Oh, yeah. Oh, all the oh, When that footage look, uh, showed up, I was like, it looks so good. Yeah, compared to this. <laughs> I, I, never really... be, I never thought I'd be longing for Paul De- W.S. Anderson <laughs> yeah. to be at the And of the, movie. Um, the guy who played Shang Soon is like yeah, 10 Tagala. million times better than Shao Kahn. Uh, oh, this guy Brian doesn't. Thompson, though, the villain from Cobra. Yep. Kill me, Cobra! You don't got the guts! <laughs> he doesn't look like a Shao Kahn. He's got a, he's got a very distinct look, Brian Thompson. You've seen him. He's on X-Files, and he's been in a million things. <sighs> I just things. don't think this was the right role for him. What's so weird is that, like, he's supposed to be the ultimate, like, best villain in the world, and he's like, I want to make you happy, Daddy. Don't hurt me, please! Yeah, this yeah. is the weirdest thing. So he, every time they cut back to him, he's got this older guy who actually found his name. Is... Yeah, doesn't look awesome, though. No skull mask or anything. No, he just it? looks normal. His name is Shinnok. <laughs> Shinnok? Okay. He used to be an elder god, and then it's revealed that he's the father of Shao Kahn and Raiden. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And now he's helping Shao Kahn with this like 
earth invasion or something like that. But he's just, why is he here? He doesn't need to be here. He adds nothing to the movie. He's just one more confusing character (laughs) in this movie. There's a lot of characters. Oh, there's so many characters. And we haven't even started getting into the characters yet. So one of the craziest things about this movie is that the characters that people love, uh, Scorpion and Sub-Zero, are basically not in it. Yeah. They're in one scene, a very, yeah, one very scene. short scene. Although the that scene uh, is maybe the best scene of the movie. Yeah, it's a pretty long I was fight, gonna actually. say, like it's a pretty good fight, and they do like a homage to the game where Sub Zero makes a bridge out of ice, and then they're fighting on it, and then it starts breaking, and then they fall to like the lower level, which is something that would happen in the. Oh, okay. is that yeah. something part of the game? Because in the movie, yeah. it made no sense. I'm like, what is going no, it on? It was a, it was a reference. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so they fall to a lower kind of ledge. Or yeah, and like, sometimes sort of the lower level will have like spikes down oh, there. Okay. Okay. Or, uh, mm, something like that's that. Kind of well, cool. that's cool. Even though in the movie, I was like, why did they go back up? <laughs> <laughs> well, what makes I mean, no sense is that there's two Sub Zeros now, and he's just like that. Was my brother? Bye. Oh yeah, yeah, but you never see him again. So it's like, why are you <laughs> why here? Why was then? he even here? Yeah. So yeah, Liu Kang is like, I killed him. you in the first movie, and he's like, no, that was my brother. It's like, okay. So it looks like that they had like good choreography in this movie. Yeah. Uh, JJ Perry, who's like one of the best stunt choreographers, like fight coordinators, who he did like the John Wick movies and stuff like that. Oh, cool. He plays multiple roles in this movie. Right. And Robin Chu is like a down and dirty Hong Kong stuntman. Right. Like he worked on like the worst kind of productions. And uh, they just don't know how to shoot and edit it. Like they but keep like the cutting the close ups and slow motion to like yeah. rob any impact. Yeah, but I think the fighting itself like is is really well done. Like it's, yeah, it's well solid. choreographed. It's like entertaining mm-hmm. way better than it should be for a movie like this. And everybody oh, yeah. except James Raymar has good stunt doubles that look like them, or they're <laughs> oh, doing most of their own Are you talking about that shot stunts. where it's like James Raymar is like fighting in the shadows near the end of the movie, and you're like, that is not him. <laughs> it. You can clearly see his face, and it's not him. Yeah. Like, yeah, they're not even fighting. trying. He kind of fights, I think it's like three reptiles or something. Yeah, we're yeah, jumping ahead, yeah, though. That's yeah. like near the end of the movie. Yeah, and so I was like, oh, wow, it's like uh, Ray Park is playing reptile. And then there was one shot. I'm like, wait a minute, Ray Park is playing Raiden. Yeah. <laughs> so oh, man, I'm seeing double. Four Ray Parks. <laughs> Oh, he played God. just like he played Toad in uh, X-Men. Yeah, yeah. he's a reptile. So... You know what happens when uh, Toad gets hit by lightning? <laughs> Same as everything else. Uh, yeah, and then the audience jumps to their feet, and they're like, Woo! Wait, wait, why, why aren't they jumping to their feet? Applauding. Yeah, Joss Whedon is sweating. He's like, I wrote that line of dialogue in my uncredited rewrite. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so, yeah. so, so wait, yeah. So this is a big fight scene. Uh, Sub Zero show up and Scorpion. They fight. They're unrelated to anything. But then Scorpion kidnaps Kitana. Kitana, yeah. Kitana. So the bridge breaks. First of all, I was like fist pumping when Scorpion did his like get over here. Uh, it's like overdubbed from the guy who does it in the video game too. Yeah, nice. Scorpion then... played by JJ Perry. I can see it in the eyes. <laughs> <laughs> so he grabs Kitana and then uh, oh, takes oh, man the best scene in the movie. <laughs> Sorry, this... I, I want to give you some build up. <laughs> he uses this CGI magic portal. Uh, it gets sucked into this portal, but in order to get into the portal, he jumps across the bridge. Yeah. And then the portal appears behind him, and then he gets a, sucked back in. A purple portal. Mm-hmm. And it looks like uh, a puckered asshole. It does. <laughs> and what does Scorpion scream as he goes through? Suckers! <laughs> now, 
does he scream sucker because he's horrified that he's being sucked <laughs> into a portal? No and that's idea. what they call them in this they, dimension. They suckers. suckers. Is that what he did in the video game? Did he prank people and then just go, suckers? I don't recall Wait. him ever saying suckers. So is Scorpion out of the movie? Is he the one that gets thrown in the pit and then explodes? I, I don't think so. I have no idea, but, but Scorpion also died in the first movie, so I guess this is another one. This is his brother, oh, too. This may have been like, yeah, <laughs> They all have brothers. Brother. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, I don't think he ever comes back into the movie because I, I don't remember him ever no. saying get over here again. And I would have so, remembered uh, that. Shao Kahn is one of those great villains that like his underlings <laughs> keep failing and instead of saying, all right, go try your hardest, he like just kills them. <laughs> yeah, he's killing them all over the Flaming place. Flaming pit. Yeah, yeah. He always tosses him into a hole, and then a big fire flame goes fire up. Flame. <laughs> I'm still alive down here. No. We need more flames. Wait, if he threw like a scorpion in there, isn't Scorpion's whole thing flames? Remember yeah. the first one they go to like the, the flame dimension where they reveal he has like a skull head. Yeah, yeah. and then he shoots flames it's out. Skull face. Oh, yeah, that was the yeah, fight Scorpion with Johnny Cage. Like, it's just making me stronger, fool. <laughs> Throw me in the flame. That was pit. the big Johnny Cage. Well, there fight, was the funny was really scene. Cool. I think it's kind of here where we uh, get introduced to Shao Kahn and his like rogues gallery of, of uh, villains. Which are all yeah. characters So we meet from the Centaur game. Man, we meet Shiva, the four-armed um, What's person. the mother's name? Oh, Sindel. Sindel. Screecher. Yeah, so we're uh, right. introduced she, to her at the beginning of the movie. Yeah, it's Shiva. Oh, yeah. Shiva is the most her famous line arms. about, uh, how does it go exactly? It's like... Too bad you... She will die. Yeah, she's Katana's resurrected mother, and Katana was says, that a part of the first one? I don't know. Like, no, no, no. Was she the wasn't audience in supposed to be like her mother? No. Was it part of the video game lore? I if, don't know. It, if it was, it would have just been like in the manual, like the backstory. It's not in the game. And also, if it was, like it would be like a text screen. Nobody actually read the story of Mortal Kombat. <laughs> would they have like? Kombat, uh, yeah. Would they have yeah. character descriptions in, yeah. the, in the game when you select no, the character? No, not when you select a character. Okay, it was just I think if you do adventure <laughs> mode, I think I feel like there's like a scroll of text and that's it, and it just explains to you like what you're doing. I bet you yeah, there I'm was just like hitting a, that button to get past it. It was in the novelization yeah. or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the poor kid who couldn't see the movie is like, I guess I'll read the novelization, and you know there was a Mortal Kombat annihilation. Oh, of course, novelization written by uh, Alan, Alan Dean, Dean Foster. Foster. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, who else is part of the rogues gallery? Oh, uh, there's the, the red ninja. There's Air Mac, Air Mac. Yeah, uh, and I think that's it. And then they're all kind of vying for the, the general position. Uh, mm-hmm. Shao Kahn. Then he picks Sindel. Uh, because during this time, uh, Robin Shu and uh, Sonya... No, Sonya Blade's gone, I think. He's still with... Kate- Do we skip them fighting Noob Saibot or whatever? Well, that's yes. later. Well, so Sonya... It's like happening at the same time. Yeah. She kind of split up and went and meets up with Jax. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, Jax. Who was in who? the first movie. Like, briefly, He though, was, right? but he didn't have his metal things. And, like, his metal things... Wh- where is she? Like, where did Jax get no, this operation no to get, like, big metal arms? It's just, and, like, some military complex. Yeah, so she... I think Raiden drops her off in a hamster ball by this... Yep. <laughs> I don't know, this military installation or something. And Jax is just lying on this operating table. But he's strapped down. And nobody's around him. There's nobody there. Yeah. Oh, you know what? This is where I lost uh, the thread. is because we forgot... Noob Cybot, because he shoots missiles out of his chest. Yeah. And that was one of the guys that they fought earlier in Sub-Zero froze him and he blew up. Oh, yeah. You know who they fought earlier? I think that was Smoke. 
Oh, there was a guy named Smoke. That's right. And he did blow smoke, but he looks like Noob Saibot, which is confusing. Well, there's there's like three models. Yeah, there's three androids. I think one is like black, one is yellow, one is red, maybe? Or I can't remember. There's these robot guys. But in this Jack scene where she meets Jax, then the yellow robot shows up. Yeah, I think his name is Cyrax. Oh, yeah, oh, I that's right. I remember Cyrax. I don't remember Noob Cybot being like a <laughs> character that I could select, but I remember Cyrax. I just remember the name Noob Cybot. People listening to this are like, what are they talking What's about? Happening? It's like it's like a clockwork orange. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure we have some Mortal Kombat game fans out there. Yeah, yeah. but they, we're like mispronouncing it, or they're oh, like, God. um... Katana's mother is incredibly important <laughs> to the story of Mortal Kombat. <laughs> yeah, oh man, I, I felt like uh, Sam Neill at the end of like Mouth of Madness watching this movie, <laughs> like cackling. I like, just like, <laughs> well, technically, it is a Lovecraft movie because it is all about the Elder Gods, yeah, which are which big you... in Mortal Kombat and uh, Lovecraft <laughs> lore. But okay, so when Jax and Sonia are fighting Cyrax. Yeah, uh, his secret weapon, or not so secret, but his, <laughs> his is like acid pee. His chest opens up and he shoots missile. First, he shoots a missile, and first of all, this attack is so slow; it takes so long, <laughs> so long. Yeah, so yeah it's long. really like a version like three point one. Like they're not quite there it's yet. A, it's a CGI effect. So yeah, they can make CGI it as fast missile. as they want. If this was real life, if you're fighting someone, you would be dead. Like you could never use this attack in the game because people. Well, maybe the it's like the rules of uh, Power Rangers and those other uh, Japanese style shows that like, you know, it's an unwritten rule that you have to let your other opponent do their move first. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, I spent all this money having a missile in my chest. <laughs> yeah. My kid can't Aww. go to college unless I pull this off. And yeah, they repeat that animation a couple times. Yeah, so sometimes good money for it. So you're gonna people. see it a few times. Yeah. So the well, slow doesn't missile... he shoot? Doesn't he shoot like liquid? Yeah. It like melts a guy at one point. Yeah. So what? he shoots a missile, and then that blows things up because they're easily able to jump out of the way, and then he slowly shoots acid or something and then Jax throws one of the bad guys in front of it and it dis- <laughs> it dissolves him in an amazing effect. Who are these bad guys? Oh yeah, and when you say amazing, it's like the shittiest CG. It's so good. It looks like um, something you'd see on like Hercules the Legendary Journey. It look, I was exactly saying like, like. It goosebumps. Um, yeah. Worse than like Babylon 5. He kind of dissolves worse. into like a skeleton or something like that. He looks so surprised too. He's like, oh, oh. like me and and uh, Cyrax are best pals. How can he do this to me? <laughs> uh, this fight ends in an amazing way, though. Where like Cyrax is like surrounded by flame, and Sonya Blade like looks around and picks up some dust off the ground and throws it at him. Yeah, I wasn't sure. And he's like, ah! but that was up. was that explosive dust. Or yeah, something? this is one of the shots that when he blows up. Um, oh, it's so funny! I could swear that there's interlacing. That oh. they it looked like they shot shot it off of a monitor or something like that. And have to rewatch it, it to find out. A uh, probably down to the wire, I would say. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, oh man, we're not even like scraping the surface <sighs> of the bad CGI. We've, we've this movie. only just we began. need to join Robin Shu in his journey. <laughs> well, he gets obviously split up. Um, he's alone, and everyone says, "You're not ready." They say that to him about fifty times in this movie. You're not he ready. He just beat the main bad guy <laughs> in the first movie like an hour ago. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like they're not ready. <laughs> So I think at some point he's told, I think by Raiden, that he has to go meet Nightwolf, mm-hmm. who we don't know who it is. But uh, first of all, we meet the the Elder Gods, 
Uh, yeah. That, oh, you mean like here? giant uh, <laughs> CG renderings from those? April will know this YTV like interstitial. Yeah, that's I, I, would play. That's right. yeah I think like they were called uh, short circuits. I want to <laughs> say circuit, yeah. it does look like that, and that was like early CG. That was like again, yeah. like, it was like it like reboot. Reboot was like the first. Yeah. like f- you expect like CG. one of those big birds to come flying through. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It looks like it's supposed to be like earth, air, fire, and water, but like the earth is, it look, just looks like like poop is like spraying out of like a <laughs> hole. I think that's water. It's supposed a to doorway. be a doorway. Well, that's how hard would it have been to make like a little cycling waterfall? Well, the th- mm. 97, the thing that computers have always struggled with is mm-hmm. stuff like fire, smoke, and water especially. Yeah. Uh, 1997, no chance. You've got no chance uh, in hell. I think that a little movie called Surf's Up about surfing penguins finally <laughs> mastered CGI water. I liked Wait, that when movie. Was that? When was that? That was after. That was after, yeah. That was much, yeah, much later. That was yeah. like and a... Die Another Day as well. That was like oh, a uh, documentary-style animated <laughs> movie. <laughs> it was very sad. Yeah, so we see these guys, and uh, the only way I could tell that it was fire... <laughs> was because of the crackling sound effect that they use. And it just sounds like somebody is crinkling up like wrapping paper. It's like... Mm -hmm. And then the The sound sound effects are bad. The sound effect that they use for water sounds like somebody like shit farting. It's like... (laughs) (laughs) Like how hard would it have had to been to have like a flame bar to represent fire? No kidding. You know why? Because the effect soup is like... It's like, I could do that. It'll look great. CG. Yeah, yeah, it'll be cheaper. They have fire. Remember the pit that that uh, yeah, Shao Kahn do. throws people into? It's literally one of the first things that you know man created was fire. I guess fire. they wanted it to look like magic fire or something. Uh, well, it's kind of like human shaped, but not really. But what's happening in the scene is just Raiden is talking to the gods, and then um, he's just like pleading with them about something. It's very vague. Well, he's saying it's that like, Shao we'll, Kahn. We'll, we'll answer question three. It's like why will oh, you only yeah. answer three questions? Yeah, three <laughs> questions. Three questions. Really. Are you really the head of the cookie mart? <laughs> so then they ask him, yeah, he's like, hey, how, how can Shao Kahn break the rules and do this and blah, blah, blah. And then I, they don't really give him any answers. And then yeah, they're like real gods, you know, yeah, they're much. very petty and stuff can change. They at make the drop him of give ad. up his immortality in order to save them, but it doesn't seem to save them at all. I don't know what that deal is. Did. Yeah. All it did was take a, make him immortal. Yeah, they say, oh, a immortal. You know, you're going to fight for these humans. And he's like, yes, I respect Do them or something. Them. Do you love them enough to give up your immortality? And then we cut to, we cut away. So we well, he kind of like looks in the camera <laughs> and he's like, you're probably wondering how I got here. <laughs> yep, that's me. Oh, uh, yeah, because uh, Robin Chu meets up with Beast Man, who is just a terrible looking he's CG a, He's creation. a beastie. This is, holy God, the CG. Nightwolf. Is this with the CG? There is there's no effort made to integrate it into the scene in any way. Mm. Uh, no attempt to like match the lighting. So, like, couldn't they have borrowed like the suits from like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles two or something oh, like that? Like, like, was Tom Woodruff like waiting by the phone for that call to like make a Beast Man? Why, Goro still looks amazing. I follow them. Amazing. I follow them on I Instagram, mean, and they're always posting videos from like behind the scenes I, of that. I know that Goro is like very tough to do. Yeah. I mean, like, because all those effects are always like failing. So maybe it was just a case of, ah, we'll fix it in post. This CG guy, Colin Cunningham, says <laughs> he can do it for us. Yeah. There's no like animatronic 
animatronics in this movie. There are some makeup effects and some practical effects, but I don't recall any like actual animatronics so, or yeah. puppets. Uh, they, they should the have... centaur man gets close-ups of his feet, which are um, yeah. prosthetics, but no like anima- like you said, animatronics. Like yeah, stuff. it's just the front yeah. half of him is practical, and then behind him is like a CGI tail and kind of yeah. And in. Shiva either has just rubber arms that aren't moving, or they're like CGI. I can't. Yeah, it looks like they kind of cloned her upper arms and just yeah. lowered them down. Um, but there are there's some really really early versions of like CGI doubles. Like I'm sure when I think it was when Reptile appears or something like that, mm-hmm. and uh, he splits it uh, into a bunch of people. Yeah, or is that mm-hmm. Noob Cybot? Who knows? Uh, who knows? <laughs> God, who cares? Who cares? <laughs> Yeah, but there were some so, some CG doubles, and you know CGI was not ready for it at the time. And in this scene, um, Beast Man, aka <laughs> Night Wolf, says, "Let's just call him Beastie because that's what he looks yeah, like." He does. Those like Beast Wars animated Beast Wars. Yeah. yeah, he's a wolf. Beast Wars. And I recall Da-da-da-da. him looking like the werewolves in American Werewolf in Paris. Oh yeah. Oh, what, maybe they use the good. same uh, elements. Wait, what was the one that they like stretched it out, Colin, to like use on something else? Oh, it was the werewolf from uh, American Werewolf in Paris that they reused for Spawn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, and we may be talking about that in the future. Oh yes. but, uh, yeah. Stay we'll, tuned to the end of the podcast. <laughs> So uh, I guess Robin Shu goes on like a spiritual journey and it seemed like I thought it was his mother that was showing up and it looked like he wanted to have sex with her. Maybe his sister. No, that's Jade. And Nightwolf is like, very confused. Embrace yeah, knocks your, him out with like a tomahawk. Says, embrace your animality, which yeah. is a thing that from the game. So like our animalities, like I guess they were big in like Mortal Kombat 3, right? Um, possibly. I can't quite remember, but it, it was like a form of a fatality. You turn into oh, an animal and then you would like okay. bite someone's head off. Yeah, I remember they I had, uh, they had babalities as well. You could yeah. turn them into babies. You turn your enemy into so a baby. Like, oh, I, like Robin Shu is told you have to accept your inner baby. <laughs> <laughs> and then he shows up as a little baby. But yeah, he has like this sexy fight with Jade. And it's really funny that she's like, that was just a test. And you passed, and she's like, he's like, that was one of Night Nightwolf's tests. We could have killed each other. <laughs> no, like, no, no, no. Yeah, I think his exact words, because I wrote it down, is like, that was one of Nightwolf's crazy tests. <laughs> like <laughs> crazy tests. Yeah. And she's. Uh, I gotta say, I feel really bad for Robin Shu in this movie because it feels like they shot the rehearsals and put them in the movie. Yeah, I agree. Um, in, in he's much way. better, and I know he's not like the world's greatest actor, but he was much, much better in the first. He's like, there's a line at the end where yeah. he's like, "You cannot die." <laughs> yep, <laughs> we like, got oh, it. I so, yeah, I feel bad. so bad for him. It's like everyone in this movie is is bad uh, except for Jax. I feel like he's corny, but at least he sounds like he believes what he's saying. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. at least got like a character. He's like the sassy black guy. James Raymar, who is an actual Ugh. actor who's been in huge movies and TV shows, is just like, he just is acting like he doesn't care He's at so all. flat, like, and you can't compare yeah, him. He, it feels like he, he doesn't even know where he is. <laughs> no. Like, Probably didn't. Oh, uh, we didn't, okay, I'm gonna pick a favorite thing, and I could pick a lot out of this movie. I love how everybody, like, flips into the scenes. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. everybody! And, like, the wire work in this movie is so bad and clunky. <laughs> it's like, they hang in the air, like, one second too long when they jump. <laughs> and some of them are in slow motion too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
it's like as if you're like at the fairgrounds and they pull you up and they're like, oh, we, we don't quite got it yet. Let, let's try one more time. But they kept that first time yeah, in the movie. The director's like, nope, moving on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. we, we got it. <laughs> time is money, everybody. <laughs> I mean, yeah, everyone flips. It's just a part of the yeah the fun well I this guess. this jade character i don't remember her from the game but she yeah, looks, i remember her there are times when she looks like biling uh yeah oh she does bit. look like yeah, biling i was trying to figure out who she looked like i like the at one point robin she was like katana and she's like <laughs> you wish like, what? <laughs> she looks nothing like katana she's like some russian model i don't think she was in many movies but it's really okay funny. can we talk about like the actor that replaced sonia blade what is the weird accent that she has yeah. she's swiss i was actually oh. watching it and i'm thinking she's got an accent there's some She's yeah. trying to hide it, and then it, but it comes out, and she's also not the greatest actress. Yeah, she's from no. Switzerland, and there's there's one point where they're all just standing around talking, and everybody just has these horrible accents. <laughs> None of them can can you know read the dialogue or say Are they the all lines. Speaking phonetically, they're all <laughs> Even terrible. James yeah, I don't know who it was I was talking about that sounded like they were saying their lines phonetically. Um, I think it was Sindel. Uh yeah, maybe she also is acting like. She, She's not English is not her first language. But I think it is though. That's the weird thing. <laughs> She's just a bad actress. <laughs> She's such a bad actress. If you yeah. look up Fun fact everybody, uh, I looked up both actors who played Sonya Blade and they each have 33 credits each. Wow. Whoa. Yeah, exactly. So maybe at that point they like turned to stone or something like that. They're like, "You're 41. No more acting for you." Yeah, it's you. like Menudo. They get retired and then like <laughs> younger yeah, ones yeah. come in. Wait, what is that? Logan's Run, yeah. the carousel. Yeah, yeah. They're like, like ah! the little gem in their hand starts blinking and then they explode. Yeah. Well, the other Sonya was like, in Billy Madison. Michael York starts chasing them. Come onto this set of Mortal Kombat three, <laughs> and they like come in and it's like just all it's like Goodfellas, like plastic. <laughs> Just Wait, come... where's Robin Chu? Robin Chu's behind her and she like pulls the trigger. <laughs> oh. So now we move on to the team reunites. You know, they've, uh, they've been fine. doing it's all like these It's like the separate. Avengers getting together. It's like the gang is back together again. And so they meet up at the uh, Elder Temple where Raiden, where we last saw Raiden. <laughs> well, Raiden gets a great like, hello, my fellow kids he, he, introduction. It's like he yeah. jumps in from off screen. He's like, hey, he? I got a haircut. <laughs> you expect him to come in with like a skateboard? And be like, What's up? Eat my shorts. <laughs> Just gleam in the cube. Oh, yeah, he does have, like, a Bart Simpson haircut. <laughs> he does. He's got this, like, blonde It's a little cut. spiky, yeah. Uh, we forgot mm-hmm. to mention, I don't know if it was before or after Liz, the gratuitous fight between Sonya Blade and Melina, oh, who is the yeah, character... Oh, yeah, they're, like, rolling around yeah. in the mud. I always played as Melina mm-hmm. in the game. She was supposed to be Katana's twin sister, and there was a moment where she's like, Katana, and she's like... Oh, does she say you wish? No, no, no. Yeah, I think she says you wish. Yeah, but why would Sonya wish it was her? I don't know. I don't know, yeah. (laughs) Anyway, she doesn't take her mask off, and they just have a fight in the mud, and that's it. In the next scene, uh, no mud on any of Sonya's clothes. Oh, yeah, she's she's, immediately clean. It's a very, like... They so, got one of those Evil Dead 2 uh, little things that she just like patted herself and that she was good. Yeah, yeah. that was like the little something for daddy scene, you know. I don't know. Colin, as the uh, two rugged men of this podcast, yes. do you find it, or, you know, April, you jump in too. Uh, it, why would you be like aroused by people rolling around in the mud? Just like it's dirty and sticky. It's not. I'm not. Like, mud no. wrestling is not. A, yeah. I'm sure some people, I think it's just like macho guys who think they should like it. 
like it's it. Like dirt. nobody actually likes it. They're like, yeah, I like this. It's like uh, I don't know. It's like construction workers where they they feel they have to catcall and like whistle after mm. women, but it's like, why am I doing this? Yeah, and Sonia, <laughs> <laughs> what am I doing with my life? They're putting on an act. Sonia is sexualized in this a lot. There's a lot of her nipples, you know, protruding more so than the first movie. I would say. Yeah, she was always the cool, tough girl, and and she is in this, but she also. Um, you know, she has to be rescued a few times. Although that is true in the first movie as well. She gets like take her arm is like behind her back, and then then Shang soon takes her to Outworld. At oh one yeah, point. he takes her through like so the, it's the a, Jello it's tube. Tropey. But one good thing about Sonya is she does a lot of these cool like flips where she like jumps on people and then flips them with her legs. Oh yeah, another move from the game. So and oh, there's so many yeah. moves from the game in this. Yeah, and, like. and she like snaps an neck or two. I think that was one of her signature moves too. Yeah, this and so they get back together and they go back to the real world, which just looks like where they were. Well, this is <laughs> where we first uh, are introduced to Sindel's shrieking capabilities. Oh, yeah. yeah, she's like banshee. So yeah, they're trying to like summon a Raiden's trying to summon a portal, but since he's mortal now I guess his his powers are waning so he's Can't like struggling and struggling and then Shao Kahn <laughs> I was, and Sindel I was gonna make that joke April you beat me too <laughs> it's it's very because like isn't Jack he's Jack's like, oh, I like, can't get an erection can you <laughs> yeah. uh, women wrestle in the mud but again then he, then he like turns around <laughs> like. he like has his back facing them it's like I, let me try I, if I, I face can't go this direction you're watching. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and Jax is like uh, now it would be a good, about a good time to get that thing going don't worry Raiden I got metal arms they can pump you know, hundred oh, times. Can a pump anything. So Shao Kahn and Sindel show up with their army, and they're kind of watching from a cliff far away. And then like Sindel does this shrieking move, which I guess she does in the game, or I don't remember. Yeah, so it's like sends this shockwave through that starts like destroying the mountains around these the characters, and the shockwave is gradually getting closer and closer to the lead guys. Now that effect was miniatures, right? It was, yeah, it was miniatures. miniatures. So, like. you know, one thing I did appreciate about this movie is their, uh, you know, the same thing with the kind of hamster ball scene is that they did use miniatures when they and they still they, kind of, they still look good. But they've just composited them so poorly into the scenes. Yes. They, whenever they do like a mixture of CG and miniatures, it just looks really, really bad. Yeah, like Shao Kahn's castle is a miniature, but it's in front of like this purplish, like really badly copped green screen. Yeah, which is really bad. So then they have these, the mountains are shattering and you can tell they've kind of punched in. They've zoomed into some of the shots mm-hmm. uh, digitally and it just looks, yeah, it looks like a big mess. So... So they end up uh, back on Earth, I guess, and they're like, oh, no, look, there's um, the Eiffel Tower. Oh, yeah, the Golden Gate Bridge. (laughs) But it's all stock footage, and it's stock footage that looks like it was shot on 16-millimeter film in the 60s. Like, it looks so bad and old. Uh, What's really great about this, though, is that, like, somehow they learned a prophecy that uh, only... Katana can defeat her mother and save everybody. Something like that, well, they right? They keep saying Katana's the key to all this. They yeah, said that like 20 times. But it's never clear. And she never does anything. She does beat her mom well, up eventually, but... Well, the whole joke is that uh, they, they have a big fight and then like they think that they have uh, her mom on the ropes, but then she gets back up and she's like, ha we just lied about the prophecy yeah, that's, to fool yeah, you. Yeah, and Jade double-crossed them. Yeah, and, that's right. And it's like, why would you do that? That's very complicated. It's con- very confusing. Oh, just like more confusion then, on this plot. Uh, we get 
uh, what obviously inspired cats is that uh, <laughs> the bad woman starts spinning and laughing and she just disintegrates in the air. Uh, yeah. <laughs> McCavity. Uh, <laughs> who was it? Magic. Who was it that did that? It was Skimbleshanks, I think. Oh, okay. Didn't he, he spins really, really fast. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And then disappears. But we have to. Yeah. Isn't he like, ah, <laughs> <laughs> explodes. Yeah. Skimble. So they, uh, Liu Kang actually rescues Kitana because poor Kitana, Talisa Soto, the actor, she was kidnapped way at the beginning of the movie and she spends the entire film in like a hanging cage in yeah. Shao Kahn's mm-hmm. lair, not doing anything, which I guess is kind of a sweet kid as an actor. Anyway. She's oh, that's right. One of the better actors in this. I forgot, yeah, because that's where Robin Shu uh, fights the um, rawhead Rexes. <laughs> The, uh, oh, Baraka. Baraka. Now, Baraka looks real bad. Holy cow, he It looks is bad. a practical um, well, makeup so. face. I kind of wish they did a CG face. Uh, no, you don't wish that bad. it was a CG face. Well, it looks bad. <laughs> yeah, it's a bad practical one. It looks very cartoony, but this IMDb trivia just <laughs> blew my mind. They wanted to cast Sylvester Stallone as Baraka. Oh my god! And he Why? turned them down. Why? I feel like a fan just added that. <laughs> I would love. He that. wouldn't be able to see his face. Uh, I know, but that's you know, it's like good monster suit actors. You know, you can't have Robert England not play Freddy. <laughs> exactly, suckers. People know. <laughs> I would yeah, love that. That's right. I'm just trying to imagine Sylvester Stallone showing up for this one quick fight scene. <laughs> And that's it? Isn't there two Baracas in this movie, too? Well, Would it have been Sylvester and Frank Stallone? There was a- <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> Only if Frank Stallone gets to like play a musical number. Yeah, then, he's got to do the closing song. Then I'm in. He has like a saxophone. Yeah. It's like, hey, Come Oh, they have like a dance-off? Yeah. Oh, that'd be so good. Wait, does Frank Stallone dance? Frank Stallone can do anything. Does Sylvester yeah, Stallone dance? Frank Stallone <laughs> is a right-wing Swiss Army. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's got it all. <laughs> oh, so good. Uh, so, yeah, so they save him. It just, at this point, it kind of turns into a purple mush in my head. Yeah, well, this is I, where everything I just started remember. to wash over me, and it was just like a, a series of images and noises. And a- They have a big like end battle showdown where it's mm-hmm. like, Kitana versus her mom. Um, Sonia, no, no, no. Um, Jax wants to take on Centaur Man. Yeah. Um, also, Shiva gets unceremoniously killed by the cage landing on her. <laughs> Shiva doesn't even throw one punch. Yeah. She just, she's just like, ah, and something falls on top. You know why? I bet you, because the effects were too complicated to do. Guaranteed that. They could only yeah. have her standing and facing camera, and it would make it easier for them to clone her arms. And as soon as she was mm-hmm. in a fight, they couldn't do it. So she shows up, and is instantly killed. Yeah, and it's Liu Kang <laughs> versus Shao Kahn, and um, Jade gets killed by Shao Kahn's like CGI monster thing. Whatever it is, he, yeah. she gets fed to the 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 whatever. Yeah. And, and yeah, and for the kids, it gives a little burp, and it's oh, like, ah, yeah, good comedy moment. <laughs> My favorite bit is the the Jax versus Centaur fight. It's so funny. Oh, that's your favorite part? Yeah. Uh, is it going to be because uh, we suddenly realized that Jax got ripped off of the armor that he got? Yeah. Well, you know, earlier in the movie, Raiden says, you just have to have faith in yourself. You don't need these cybernetic enhancements. And so when he said that, I was like, well, how is Jax going to get them off? Like, those have been, like, surgically sewn into his that's skin, right? That's what I right? assume. Colin thought it, they were his arms. I'm pretty sure he gets yeah, his I arms torn off. Yeah, I thought they were his arms, too. Because uh, that's one of the fatalities, is you can rip Jax's arms off. I think. Nope. They're just like a Halloween costume. Yeah. They're yeah. just big rubbery things. Oh, it's just so lame. 
They're like, what's he yeah. gonna do? Yeah, so uh, I guess uh, does he have a flashback? What? He kind of hears like Raiden saying it. It would have been great if like Jack's got his arms ripped off, and it's like I was always a great <laughs> soccer player, and he like and he just him like kicks leg. him to death. Yeah, yeah but he doesn't get cool. them ripped off. He just he rips them off himself, and then he realizes yeah. he has no arms. They're like sleeves. No. That's it. No, so he kicks the crap out of Centaur Man. Yeah, he kicks the crap out of him, and then like punches kicks him, him in, the, the balls. in the ball sack or something. It's some mm. sort of vague, Horse flabby mess. area <laughs> under. Her. Oh, we forgot though that Raiden goes down like a chump and gets killed by his brother by like one energy ball. Yeah, he's yeah. so lame. He didn't stand a chance because <laughs> James Remar can't do fight scenes, and it looks like he didn't train at all. Like his 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 stuff was like all done. By, I have so many questions. What was Christopher Lambert doing in 1997 that he couldn't come back for this he movie? He was doing Beowulf. That oh, terrible, terrible movie Beowulf a lot of backflips. Yeah. Well, at least that movie had a better, but bigger budget. Well, maybe a Beowulf? No, no, no it's it not the not. one you're, you're thinking, thinking of. The Robert Zemeckis. Yeah, one. that's not what you're talking about. No, this no. is like no. the Christopher Lambert Beowulf. I thought they started it really early. The, Beowulf. <laughs> the no, no, no. The Christopher Lambert Beowulf one is like a Mortal Kombat ripoff. Is it really? Yeah, it's like kind of like Mortal Kombat. Beowulf in that movie, or sorry, Grendel in that movie, is just like a monster suit that they put like a CGI blob over. What? Like one of those like shimmery things oh, no. the entire time. Yeah. Okay, so <laughs> did that come out in Not theaters good. or is that like a straight to video? I think it was supposed to be a theatrical film and it went to straight to video. I think it may have the same composer as Mortal Kombat. Oh, that's oh, so amazing. Same guy. He mm-hmm. gets around. That's George Christopher Lambert's that, that Beowulf. George Clinton. <laughs> You know, he's in Funkadelic, and then he later did the score to this movie and The Matrix. Yeah. I mean, the score of this movie, it it honestly feels at times that they just, like, needle drop, and it just goes to the next track in the middle of a fight. Yeah, and Mm. it was so weird, because I forget what fight it was, but I'm like, God, I recognize this song. It's from the Matrix soundtrack. Not the the Don (laughs) Davis, like, orchestral score, but it's just one Mm. of the tracks that you got on the Matrix soundtrack. Like, one of the fight scene tracks. Yeah. And, um... I'm like, God, that's, that, that's the track from The Matrix. And then mm-hmm. later on, they start playing the song from the final flight of the Osiris, the Animatrix short. Like, Listen, if Jerry Goldsmith can do it, <laughs> or no, sorry, not Jeremy Goldsmith, uh, <laughs> Horner, James Horner can do it. Yeah, you know, but it, it, this is literally the same song. And I'm like, okay, this is weird. And then so I looked up and I'm like, oh, Matrix is two years later. Mm. Yeah, and so it was in this first. You see, the composer was like, no one's going to watch Mortal Kombat Annihilation. Yeah, and I found the composer. You had mentioned him in our Matrix uh, Patreon episode. Yeah, I was just joking about would, the George Clinton thing. It's, it's George it's, S. Clinton. It's not really George Clinton. Yeah, I actually thought it was uh, George Clinton from Parliament. But no. <laughs> I don't want any angry tweets. <laughs> but yeah, so the guy that did the fight scene music for the Matrix sequels um did some of the the tracks for this movie what was his name it's something along the lines of like junkie xl or something oh like cool cool like dj name (laughs) yeah that's right yeah like ham solo or something like that (laughs) and so yeah he just reused tracks from mortal Kombat annihilation and the matrix they were too good to use on just one movie you can't wait no it's just like i recognize one of those songs from i think the first charlie's angels movie that that, that, (laughs) i like it's just a generic like i swear to god it's in yeah i dude that's absolutely in the first charlie's angels movie Okay, well, you know, we've been burying the lead because we get to the best part of the movie, which I had completely forgotten about. 
Brian Thompson faces off against Robin. Oh my god! And they both they both do embrace their animality. This is where I yeah just, turn into beasts. This is where I just appreciate the balls on the VFX supervisor. It's like not only are we going to have a fight, but it's going to be a CGI fight. Two CGI animals. And I wonder at what point they realize, like, oh my god, we've made a horrible mistake. Like, can I would. Ah, to be a fly on the wall when, like, the director and the producer are sitting there watching, like, the final rendered version. Oh, my God. Well, like, earlier in the movie, there are these, like, tattoos that come to life and turn into little dragons. Yeah. And that looked, like, terrible. Oh. And this is, like, that times a million. It's, it's just, like, a million times worse. Yeah, you just have these two horrible CGI things, like, fighting one another. So, Liu so Kang's bad. a dragon. And Shao Kahn is like this oh, weird three-headed thing. He's like thing? the shittiest dragon in the world. Oh, yeah. He's like the dragon in like the like Spanish ripoff of Dragonheart. Yeah, like I wish I wish we had the Dragonheart CGI. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I'm just trying to think of a Spanish name for Dragonheart, but whatever. Um, <laughs> El Dragonharto. El Heart de Dragon. Yeah, it's a good. Yeah, El Hato de Dragon. Harto de Dragons. It's a uh, good Spanish accent. Yes. Uh, uh, I'd like to point out that in the um, ripoff of Dragonheart that Charles Band made, they used a big prosthetic dragon. Did they really? So, yeah, they did. And it was supposedly a nightmare because they shot in Romania, and obviously mm. it didn't work. Is that a full moon picture? <laughs> yeah, well, uh, I believe it is. Oh, I can't remember. A moonbeam picture. If that's the case, full it's moon's, probably... Uh, family arm. Oh, oh. It was like their touchstone It's probably pictures. on Tubi then, because Tubi seems oh. to have the entire full moon catalog. Yeah, they do. Guaranteed. It's crazy we haven't done like one of those uh, shitty full moon movies like... Um, not it's not Dinotopia. Oh, I think one of them is called Dinotopia. Yeah, yeah I know. It's all the, like the little dinosaurs. About, yeah. yeah, they have so much crap on. The TV. funny it's thing great. is, we watch full moon movies, but we've never we haven't yet done them on the podcast. Yeah, we watched a arcade the other night. Talk about bad CGI. Oh, it's so bad. Oh god, so bad. And you guys didn't even see the original CGI. No, not until you showed me the the, the trailer, which. Still looks bad, but it still looks bad. I, hey, did, Albert Pune abandoned that film before. It was <laughs> he was just like, I, I'm out, you guys. Finish it without me. Peace. Yeah, they, he shot that back to back with Dollman. Really? And I liked Dollman. Yep. I realized Dollman has problems. That's what I was saying. There's kind of like a rock quarry in that movie, and I'm like, yeah. that looks like the mm-hmm. opening. Or oh, sorry, that rock quarry is all over the it's place. It's in That's Nemesis right. too. That's right. It looked like yeah. it was from uh, Dollman. Yeah, I they they that. get their money's worth. So getting back to uh, Mortal Kombat, Ugh. the two like giant CGI hemorrhoids <laughs> are like fighting each other. Uh, this is just like you know, it's like the the T Rex and the Indominus Rex like fighting in Jurassic Park Three. Uh, I wish I almost forgot. Um, did you guys notice the Terminator Two music that popped up when the uh, yellow guy went through like the flames? What no. when uh, Jax? Yeah, it was like, like dun 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 dun. <laughs> Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, I recall that like a big sound, but I didn't know. Yeah, it was, it was that. Cyrax when he shows up. <laughs> no, well, why not? You know. This yeah, is, Shao Kahn. Okay, but so yeah, Shao Kahn is like uh, this this Hydra, the CGI Hydra. Yeah, you can see that the designers are like, oh, it'll be like a Ray Harryhausen thing. Yeah, but shitty. Well, it almost looked like I think I was asking Colin. I was like, is this Many stop? Times. Is this stop motion? I guess I was just wishful thinking. Yeah, because it's like yeah. CGI just, that almost looks like stop motion. It's CGI that's just so badly animated that it's really herky-jerky and it kind of looks like stop motion. Yeah, the movement. That is, oh. It's 100% not the intention, but it's just so badly animated that it looks like that. Yeah. And they only fight for like 30 shitty seconds and yeah. then they turn back into humans. Yeah, they probably saw the And then the they footage. fight more and then Luke, oh, Luke, Luke oh, King Oh, wins. but they fight 
Mortal Kombat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I think Because they're mortal now, get it, guys? <laughs> yeah, I get it now. Shinnok, <laughs> Shinnok, their dad, shows up, and he's like, oh, I'm going to like kill Liu Kang for you. And then the Elder Gods appear, and they're like, nope. This can only be settled through Mortal Kombat. So they have Mortal Kombat. And what disappointed me is there's a big moment at the end of the first movie where Liu Kang shoots fire. He never shoots fire in this movie. Does he really? Yeah, that's that was his well, signature move. Because oh. everybody shoots fire in this movie, they're endlessly shooting fire at each other. Yeah, well, Liu Kang didn't get to, and also he had that move where he like floats and kicks the guy, and he's like, Whoa. yeah, it's like bicycle kick. Yeah, he doesn't do that either. He just he just keeps kicking him over and over and flipping. Uh, oh, isn't it no shadow kick? Isn't that uh, the move, or is that a different character? Oh, that's a uh, different I move, I think. Mm. I know the one you're talking about. He kind of kicks up and then slides like along the ground. Yeah, yeah, mm. slides along kicking. That's like a Wang Fei Hung move from the Once Upon a Time in China series. Is it really? Yeah. Mm. Um, so it's no shadow kick. What happens? Uh, he beats him and then... Um, he just defeats him. Yeah. Like, not even in, like, a big climactic no, way or anything. Lame. This film, like, if you guys haven't gotten an indication of this, has no pace. Like, it barely has any acts. And whatever development happens, they actually vocalize it. Like, Sonya yeah. Blade's yeah. like, finally, I asked for help. <laughs> yeah, and she, they, everyone just says their character motivations yeah. Yeah. and growth. It just seems like the entire thing... It, you know, if you told me hey, we're making a movie out of the Mortal Kombat game. This is the movie that I would imagine in my head. Like, what? what are you, it's going to be nonsense. It's going to be a bunch of fights. Mm-hmm. This is exactly what I imagined it would be like. But believe it or not, the first movie, Paul W.S. Anderson classed it up a bit. He actually had a plot, like a story. He classed it up. <laughs> I mean, he ripped it off of Enter the Dragon. It's so but, yes, yeah. but, you know, it's still, it, 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 was a, it was a crowd pleaser. I think that... I don't remember what I said last time, but uh, that one is very incomprehensible as well. Like, it yeah. goes in, like, a million different directions. I think we talked about it on maybe the Q&A episode, but uh, uh, I think maybe the question okay. was, are there any good video game movies? And I would absolutely argue Mortal Kombat is a good video game uh, movie. I will never forget because in that Q and A episode, you um, jumped on the grenade of Terminator Genesis. We talked about Terminator. saying it was a good movie. Oh yeah, and then we reviewed it again later, and I realized it was yeah. bad. <laughs> no, I knew it was bad, but I said it was enjoyable. It's a and terrible then later movie, but it was it's like, yeah. oh god, it's unwatchable. Yeah, it's it's yeah. sort of entertaining in its badness, but I'll never watch it again, sort of thing. Well, I, but I saw twice Mortal Kombat. Was way too much. I saw Mortal Kombat in the theater twice. Mm. <laughs> like, did you see Mortal Kombat Annihilation in the theater? Oh no, God no! You would have been like in horror. Like, a, <laughs> I want to say there was a kind of period in the in the '90s where it's like you know my movie tastes weren't refined. Or, well, none of ours were. Yeah, it's just like I kind of liked pop entertainment crap, regardless, and I didn't quite you know hadn't developed my taste in movies yet. Yeah, but now mm. we watch more bad movies than good movies. We do, but for the right reasons. It's, it's sort of we watch like, them ironically. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, that's, that's... So next week, The Bicycle Thieves. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Taking it to it. Yep, we're doing The Bicycle Thieves. Um, Boring. You know what? That movie's not even that great. <laughs> I'm calling oh, it out. Whoa. It's okay. It's really... Yeah, it's good. It's okay. Um, so the end of the movie... Um, Raiden becomes the new he, elemental he's, god. He's resurrected, so yeah. I guess he takes Shinnok's place. His hair should have got longer again. Yeah. It doesn't. Lame. No, it's his new uh, punk attitude. Yeah, I'm and here then, to mix um, things up. They just walk, they're like, yeah, we did it, guys, and they just walk 
they go to walk off frame and then it just ends. <laughs> it would have been great if uh, at the end he comes back and it's like not James Remar anymore. It's Michael Pere. <laughs> who I always confuse is James Remar. What was Michael it's, Pere in? Uh, Streets of Fire. He's in Streets of oh, Fire. They, they don't all look, look that much yeah, alike. Yeah, they all kind of have a that bit. look. Um, oh, and then uh, Costas Mandalore also looks like the three of them as well. Oh, who is that? I don't know who that is. He's like some actor. He was actually married to Talissa Soto. Who? <laughs> Katana. <laughs> Katana. Oh, oh, in this movie. Okay. I'm like, okay. Costas Mandalore. He was in like mobsters. He was, in, you know. <laughs> mobsters. The classic Christian Slater film, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, it's like the, the crime classic. You know, Godfather, Goodfellas, mobsters. Mafia. <laughs> and all the big ones. Um, oh, yeah, man. Mobsters has Patrick Dempsey in it. Yeah, it and... was like the, the young guns for the... the crime like mafia My movies stuff, yeah. so lame so I'm glad that I uh, forced you guys to watch Mortal Kombat Annihilation I'm glad too I have kind a, of entertaining I have a question do you guys think this is better or worse than uh, the Dragon Ball Z movie oh better oh this is much better yeah way more fun I agree Dragon Ball Z is so boring it all, Dragon Ball Z also ends with a big disgusting person turning into an animal um, yeah, but the but thing about Dragon Ball Z is that it was insulting to the show, um, to what mm-hmm. it was adapting. Yeah, and this one, you could say it, it, it is an, it is insulting to, to the show, but it's a video game that's there's really it's not much there anyway. To the yeah, fans. it gives yeah. the fans it's everything the, they could ever. Yeah, want. whereas Dragon Ball Z gives the fans nothing that they want. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's it's the rise of the Skywalker <laughs> of Dragon Ball Evolution. <laughs> Mortal Kombat movies. Just more, more. Yeah, and I mean it's got that kick-ass song. <laughs> yeah, and the, like the pacing is just like it right from the get-go. It's like at a hundred miles an mm-hmm. hour, and it just doesn't slow down. It goes it's just by like, fast. Yeah. Scene, after nice. scene after scene after scene after scene. There's so many. Fight I actually scenes. thought about. Dragon Ball Z as well and being like oh so boring yeah, Dragon really Ball boring. Z yeah. except for that amazing video that the guy made that's just Goku <laughs> skidding his head on the car <laughs> oh man and I think that one You've was like two hours right? yeah, yeah it's so good I think you sent it to oh, us so when good. we did that episode yeah for, so if you're listening and you just search Goku head skid and it'll come up <laughs> it's just him skidding over and over oh, and over so and, yeah. and they're like, like whoa radical oh. Um, and uh, for, for this movie, if you just look up on YouTube, worst line reading ever, and mm-hmm. I'm not joking, it comes up. It's Sindel's line at the beginning yep. of the movie. Uh, that's actually where I had seen uh, most of the clips of this movie was um, compilations of, of terrible movie clips online <laughs> on YouTube. And your favorite reviewer, the Nostalgia Critic. Oh, God. Yeah, he did this a long time ago. Oh, did he? Ago. Oh, yes. Uh, he, uh, less said about him. Do you still have that signed photo of him on your, on your fridge? No, I threw it out, of course. <laughs> I threw it out long ago. I put it under uh, Sailor's Kitty Litter. Sorry about my shameful past. I can never forgive oh. myself. It's uh, too bad that you shall die. She said. She goes, you. She says it in a really weird way. Yeah. And she like points. She spends a lot of the movie pointing. It's, but um, kudos to her being a badass chick uh, with gray hair, you know. Um, just, there's got to be some of them out there. Her uh, her outfit, it was really funny. You kind of pointed it out, April. But, you know, I said like all the uh, outfits look really cheap. <laughs> you know, like they were kind of shooting for the video games. Um, it should especially. never be seen full screen on, on a theater. 
on a theater screen, but her outfit in particular looks really cheap. It looks like one of the wrestling outfits from like Glow or something. Like it looks. And also, you said it looks like she sewed it herself. She sewed it herself, like you know, in her back room or something, or borrowed her mom's like sewing machine. Well, her mom was probably like eighty. So um, no, I'm just joking. They, uh, they, no, they, her mom was like eight hundred years old. Uh, yeah. April because they're all yeah, she's not. She's also not anymore. even that old. They make her to be like the, a mom, and Wait, she's like she thirty-eight. She comes back at the end too. Yeah, she's like. Does everybody get to come back to yeah, life? Yeah, so she's oh, resurrected. Johnny Cage. She, she was yeah. resurrected by Shao Kahn, and then she appears in her normal form at the end. Yeah. Like, but you'd think she would just, oh, whatever. Oh, who knows? Who knows? <laughs> oh, it's, it's impossible to try and explain this movie. Yeah. Um, but uh, I'd, rec- I'd recommend it. Can I tell you a funny Mortal Kombat Annihilation-based joke? Yes. Sure. Um, once a friend of mine got another friend a big box uh, as a Christmas present, and he opened it up, and it was 10 uh, Prometheus Blu-rays. <laughs> And he took them all out. And at the bottom, there was one DVD copy of Mortal Kombat Annihilation. <laughs> what is that? Like a prank <laughs> gift? Yeah, it was like a prank the bait and switch. Like Prometheus. Yep. Oh, it's so good. Why do you need 10 all copies right. of Prometheus? I don't know. <laughs> I, people with too much money to spend. <laughs> well, uh, Mortal Kombat Annihilation is, uh, you can rent it on iTunes. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's like five bucks. Why rent it when you can buy it for nine ninety nine? Yeah, I think you can also rent it on <laughs> YouTube and all these other places. Um, I'm waiting for the Shout Factory special edition yeah, the, to yeah. uh, properly purchase Mortal Kombat. 4K HDR. I don't remember like what the video was or what the channel was, but there was some like good YouTube like history of Mortal Kombat and it talks about the games and how the games were developed and then it goes into the movies too. Right. I, I don't remember who it was though so sorry you'll have to search I for it yourself. Sworn, I don't know if I like it was very watched educational. that with you or something. We, we did watch it together but this was like over a year ago or something. It was yeah. a long time ago. And then the creators of the game said the worst moment of the franchise was this movie. Yeah. Like the franchise is like everything <laughs> like you know not just the movies but the producer of this movie he must have owned the rights. Um, he's produced a ton of movies. Mm-hmm. And he was the one who started uh, Lightstorm Entertainment with James Cameron. So he produced True mm-hmm. Lies. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I just think he, he's held on to the Mortal Kombat rights, you know, forever. It's all he's got. Yeah, well, it's something. Remember that reboot that was that came out? Oh, yeah, that was directed by... What did else did, had he done? He was like... It's a guy who did like a bunch of like dance movies, I think. Oh, okay. Cause I, there was, no, yeah, the I one don't. where Michael J. White played Jack, yeah, right? Yeah, so what happened is like somebody made like a trailer... Not a trailer, but a short film. A Mortal Kombat reboot short film. Mm-hmm. Where all the characters it would be... Like he kind of took out the fantastical element. And they were all kind of like reality it based it was reboot. shot like seven you know reptile had like a skin condition and oh god you know, baraka Why? baraka was into like self-mutilation and detached blades to his hands oh. and stuff like that but it was kind of just setting up the characters it was actually really quite good like i, I kind of liked it michael jai white was jacks but uh it's like one of the names one of the he was like a sergeant or something in the police force and then his door had his name on it but one of the letters had fallen off and it just said like jacks or whatever you know stuff like that and then it got greenlit into a series and i think it was Mm -hmm. the same creators but it was the blu-ray was everywhere (laughs) they could not get rid of them but then the uh the show that they made based on that went completely the opposite direction just went back to what the movie was like and the game was like it was Uh like set in this fantasy world so everything they'd kind of set up the whole premise of what made their short kind of interesting was just thrown away and then it was like this very generic kind of I think it premiered on oh. YouTube like the whole show Casper Van Dien played Johnny Cage uh, okay. wow 
So that's something. Um, speaking yeah. of Michael Jai White, we're doing Spawn on the Patreon. Oh, um, yeah. We did a poll. Uh, if you were a patron, you may have seen it. You may have voted. Um, so we had, I think, five movies. Uh, and Spawn blew them all out of yeah, the water. Yeah, swept. It, it was a landslide. Um, so Spawn from 1997. I can't that, wait. Uh, that's going to be our... Uh, a full-length bonus episode uh, as a thank well, you to all of our patrons because we hit over 100 patrons. People need to know someone in this uh, <laughs> podcast recording group worked on the movie. <laughs> That's right. So we're going to get the inside dirt. Yeah. yeah, hopefully we won't repeat any stories you've told before, but who's Why to does say? that demon look like that? Oh, um, Colin's going to explain it in gritty detail. I, I mean, you. maybe April, maybe me, who knows? Oh, I can tell you tales from the premiere the yes, Toronto he premiere went to the premiere of the Todd movie. Todd McFarlane and Marilyn Manson. Uh, yeah, so thank you <laughs> for everyone who... Did Marilyn Manson suck his own dick? <laughs> find out on this episode. <laughs> so thank you to everyone who's become a patron. We've had tons of new subscribers lately. I think we're up to 115 now. Wow. Um, so absolute most heartfelt thank you. And uh, um, So 200 because of the Spawn episode, I hope. Uh, oh, man. Yeah. Um <laughs> The things 200 will do release. the Spawn series. <laughs> no. Oh, God. Uh, Wait, what other movie, Colin, have you worked on? We already did Wolverine Origins, so we hit, like, all the big ones. The, the oh, Wild. No, <laughs> Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. <laughs> oh, which I still haven't seen we, to this day. We could do that as a, as a, as a mini episode, I think. Uh, we should do it as a commentary if Colin's never seen yeah, it. I've never seen <laughs> it. Could be he's fun. reacting to it in but real time. But he's got stories from the production. He's got stories from that one. There was one called The Darkest Hour, which oh yeah wasn't that like a russian it one? was a russian one so basically yeah. timur beckmambatov who did uh, abraham lincoln mm, Van- vampire timur. hunter we <laughs> call him best friend yeah, i think it was like after we did abraham lincoln or before but it was his buddy and he's like hey do me a favor like do effects for my friend's movie and it was uh <laughs> this emile hirsch movie uh about lightning aliens it was in 3d and it was just a fucking mm. nightmare to work on just a nightmare yeah, uh, nothing to do with the director or anything like that, but it was just a miserable, miserable project to work on. I've never seen that either, so hopefully, I think it's on like Prime. It or... is. It's on something we were looking at yeah. the other day. It might have been iTunes. <laughs> um, but the Spawn episode that's coming out uh, next week. So I don't have the date on me right now, but it's. Uh, let me just pull it up for one second. It'll. It will be out on. July 31st, 2020. Um, so look forward to that, and it'll be available to all of the $5 patrons. Uh, and like I said, it'll be full length, and we'll be giving you the Spawn dirt. And uh, I've also never seen Spawn, so it's going to be... Oh, you've never seen Spawn? No. Oh, it was a TVS staple for Yeah, me. I, I watched a little bit of it. I tuned in like for like five minutes one time on TV, and then I, I, I didn't like it, so I, I flipped away. <laughs> but I'm willing to give it my full attention now. <laughs> well, April, I hope... Hope you read all of uh, Tom McFarlane's original run on Spawn. Yeah, I think it's it's, the only it's still way. being published to this day. Are you kidding? Wow. No, Good I'm not. Him. And I think it's Good one of Image's them. best-selling titles as well. Holy shit. He keeps threatening that he's going to do a remake. Never happens. Yeah, with mm. um, Jamie Foxx. I uh, that sounds like it's uh, isn't on hold. Jamie Foxx a little too old? I don't know. 
Uh, yeah, Michael J. White's still around. Yeah, <laughs> I just get him back. Um, no, they're gonna. It's gonna be Michael B. Jordan because he's the guy who's in absolutely everything now. Oh no, it's a Blumhouse. Yeah, production, he's, he's too. So. They can't. They he's can't get good. Michael B. Jordan. Yeah. The la- no. Yeah. Last thing I heard, it got put on hold, or uh, Jamie Foxx had dropped out, or something like that. <laughs> so Patreon.com/slash No Such Thing as a Bad Movie. If you want access to that next week, and uh, as we mentioned, uh, on the two dollar level, you can get. Uh, submitted to the lottery to pick an episode and the winner of the previous lottery pick is going to be next week so look for look out for that um sorry it's gonna be in two weeks okay uh it's coming out in two weeks um and if you want to email us we're at no such things a bad movie at gmail.com we're on twitter at no such thing pod and my twitter is at april at mansky i'm also on instagram and letterbox check it out you can follow me at J on Twitter, D-E-C-L-O-U-X, letter J. I'm also on Letterboxd, just Justin DeClue. And every week I do the Important Cinema Club podcast and the Bay Street Video podcast for all your movie needs. Um, it's hard to follow that. Uh, <laughs> yeah. My name's Colin. I'm Sergeant on, Zima. I'm on Twitter. You gotta make it extreme. Extreme. I have some yeah. Mountain Dew. Suckers. <laughs> Suckers. Um, I'm on Twitter. It's Sergeant Zima, S-G-T-Z-I-M-A. And for our American friends, that is Z-I-M-A. <laughs> and uh, that's it for this week. Stay safe, stay happy, keep watching movies. Uh, I'm April Imanski. I'm Justin DeClue. Breaking news. The Tetris movie <gasps> locked down Taron Edgerton in the lead. <laughs> oh, my God. He's playing one of the blocks. Taron <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Edgerton. Oh, oh, it's going to be amazing. Tetris? Well, that's Russian. They should get Timur Bekmambetov. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's probably directing it, and they're shooting in the vertical format. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. Oh, say your name, Colin. Uh, Colin Cunningham. And remember, there's no such thing as a bad movie. Um, Especially Tetris. Yeah. yeah. Fate, Tetris! Fatality. <laughs> fatality. Fatality. <laughs>